So we've made it just past the halfway mark of the year 2020. Wow, where has the time gone? Can I ask you a personal question? Thanks. How are you doing? Faring well? Been kicking up your feet and living the life of ease these past several months? You have? Clearly you have not been homeschooling anyone. I'm teasing. I know we're all experiencing the extra layers of difficulties, the the new yoke and the new burdens of our time on top of already burdensome, wearisome responsibilities and jobs and bills and duties and rent and raising children and tending to aging parents or being aging parents. I get it. The burdens we bear, the yokes clasped around our necks and shoulders chained to all of these things that we pull and drag ourselves through life. By the way, your inbox is full. And that software update keeps popping up in the corner up there on your laptop screen, asking you if you'd like to do it later. Why, yes. Why, yes, I do. I would like to download this later. Also, your check engine light's on. Also, you need a haircut. Well, have I got some news for you. Jesus stands in the midst of us today to say that he has a yoke and a burden that he'd like to share with us of all the nerve. What is it with this guy? As if we didn't have enough to manage already and navigate, now Jesus is making an ask. Just like a preacher to ask us all to try just a little bit harder. Except Jesus says something new today that we didn't expect. Come to me, all you who are weary and carrying heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. It's easy. My burden, it's light. Strange. Have you ever seen a yoke? It's a heavy wooden apparatus saddled to the shoulders of a beast of burden, attached to chains, attached to a plow to pull through the dirt of a field to till the ground with it to make it ready for seeds. When you see a yoke, you think of one thing, labor, work, hard, stressful, sweaty work, toil, anguish, weight, burden. Then Jesus says the word yoke, 
We all cringe. And then Jesus says the word easy. What's happening here? It's a paradox, a contradiction in terms, a rhetorical device that Jesus uses across the Gospels. Give in order to receive. You want to save your life? Lose it. You want to rise to new life? Well, you have to die first. Who comes first? The last. Who does Jesus call righteous? Sinners. Blessed are those who weep. Jesus' yoke? Easy. Jesus' burden? Light. One of the strangest sensations I've ever had was swimming in the Dead Sea. The composition of the water there is about one-third sodium chloride, salt. Rainbow star, the more you know. Some friends and I waded into the placid waters, and many of us were seasoned swimmers. Half of us were, were beach bums, used to, to salty water, but not this. We found ourselves floating after we had waded in far enough that all we could do was, was just stand flat-footed in the water. We, we found it was difficult even to stand upright. In fact, I found myself having to tread water just to remain upright. I had two options then. If I didn't want to tread water, I could float. One, I could float face down, or I could float face up. I chose option two. It was so strange and unique and wonderful. You know how it is to, to float in the ocean. Maybe you floated on the, the, the surf of the Atlantic coast. Well, it's, it's a little harder. You have to tread water and make sure there's enough breath in your lungs so you don't sink. And you've got to keep that one eye open so that the, the waves coming, the swells, don't, don't crash over your face and fill your nose with salt water. And then you, you had to stand up anyway and start coughing and, and head back to, to shore. But in the Dead Sea, you just float. And then you relax and your burden's lifted. You don't even have to tread or, or hold your breath or keep an eye open. You just lie there. And it lifts you up. The first time Jesus said, my yoke is easy. I bet his hearers' eyebrows raised. They were taken aback because, you see, that there was already a New York Times bestseller that was out and had been out for a while by another guy named Jesus. This one, a certain Jesus named Ben Sirah, he had a similar saying about a yoke of wisdom. Come to her with all your soul. Put your neck under her yoke. People love this book. You walk into to Barnes and Noble and it was right there on the stand for years. Sold lots of copies and, and now it's in the Apocrypha if you have that version of a Bible, probably a study Bible, right there in the middle, the wisdom of Jesus ben Sirah, may say Sirach at the top of the page. It's in there. It's great. It's also called Ecclesiasticus. Jesus, however, today changes it up on all of us. With Jesus, it's not learn this 
It's learn me. Watch me. Follow me. Come to me. I will give you rest. You know, we worry too much. I worry too much. I woke up at 4.30 this morning, just randomly. Uh, happens now and again. You could probably tell. I don't even remember now what I was worried about. You worry too. Don't say you don't worry. Don't act like you're laid back. Right. You're probably worrying about something right now and you know it. I don't know what it, it might be. It might be that the tourist season was canceled or it might be something real like a sick friend or your mortgage. We all worry. We worry too much, weary and heavy, carrying heavy burdens. Earlier, according to Matthew, Jesus says, why do y'all worry so much? What am I going to eat? What am I going to drink? What am I going to wear? He says, look at the birds. See the birds coursing across the sky? They're not worried about any of those things, and God feeds them. Look at these lilies. How beautiful they are. I tell you, King Solomon on his best days, with all his attendants surrounding him and all of his makeup, couldn't hold a candle to these lilies. I suppose it's part of my job to worry about the church, to worry about our church. More often than not, though, I, I find myself worrying about church with a capital C, the whole church. I love the many ways God leads our congregation to, to free people, to ease their burdens, to, to teach, to befriend, to enjoy. It's a great place, wonderful congregation. I miss you guys. Have I told you that? I worry about you. I miss you. We all do. We've got a good thing going here. I can't think of anything hardly, that Jesus calls people to do that you won't find some of us doing somewhere. And it really does lead to freedom, real freedom, unique freedom, the kind of freedom only Jesus can provide. But you and I both know that church with a capital C has, a, has had a way across the centuries and continues of placing burdens on the common people so much so that many people today just have stopped trusting it. Stop trusting us and pay it no mind. It's to be expected that so many Christians would miss the point over the years. and Our institutions would take on these extra unnecessary layers of things we ought to do and have to do and must do. Even John the Baptist missed. He missed it. Amazing. I mean, Jesus says, it, it says in the text, Jesus is quoted in the, the red letters now that John the Baptist, of all the people born of women, was the greatest person who ever lived. And he missed it. 1st Baptist Church in Chorazin and 1st Methodist Church Bethsaida and 
the United Episcopal Church of the Holy Bleeding Hearted Jesus in Capernaum missed it. Jesus says the wise and the educated, the people in the know don't know, the people who don't know, they know. Jesus says his father reveals it, not to, not to the educated, not to the wise, not to the learned, but to infants. It kind of stings, doesn't it? Do I know or I don't know? What's the point? I come to church, I worship, I listen, I learn. Do I not know or do I know? Look, this is all, this is what following Jesus is like. And yet, a yoke is a, a yoke with Jesus is a yoke of ease. And a yoke of ease is a sign of faith. And a yoke of ease is a faith that frees. A yoke of ease is the cross of Christ, freeing us to free others. The burden is as light as the passing of the peace. The burden is as light as the bread, the morsel of bread of the body of Christ. It is as immeasurably light as the nutrients that course through our veins after we take that sip from the cup it is as light as exchanging our weapons for a cross that Jesus already holds up on our behalf. Jesus' yoke, easy. Jesus' burden, light. Just as light as the weight of the baptismal waters that glisten on the skin when we are raised up to walk in newness of life. friend of ours, a member of our congregation who, just out of courtesy, I'll call John. A couple years ago, John, after a worship service, showed up on the front steps of our portico. I was talking to all of you. Minister colleague came up to me and he said, there's a gentleman on the steps who wishes to speak with you about baptism. I finished shaking hands, uh, walked down the, the steps to find John, who was sitting and waiting. His eyes lifted up. We shook hands. How are you? He said, it's time. Time for me to be baptized. I said, Wow, wonderful. What's, well, let's talk about baptism. And we did. We, we talked about via Karis and we searched the scriptures and we talked about life and faith and had the most wonderful conversations. And then we all gathered here and surrounded John in the baptismal waters and celebrated with him for his first communion and all of the burdens that he placed aside from a life well lived, the yoke of old things 
set aside and a, and a new lighter yoke taken up. All, all of this good news, it happened right here. And then no sooner had all that happened. Another minister colleague called me up and said, John has found 10 households in his apartment building who suffer from food insecurity. They're hungry. John wants to know if we can mobilize our folks to, to bring them some food, and that's just what we did. Phone calls were made. John mobilized our church, and now, now 10 of our neighbors, because of John, because of Jesus, because of this easy yoke and light burden, are freer than they were, their bellies full, their lives easier. In a time like this, on a weekend like this, this is a freedom we can all celebrate. Thank you, Jesus. And thank you, John.